Galnet News Digest, 23rd of April, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, salvation gets a helping hand. Zachary Rackham insists he's a genuine federal citizen. Thargoids attack three more systems in the bubble. Sirius backtracks on heat sinks. And there's disappointment for the Marlinists. Specialists from the three superpowers are reported to be working on secretive scientist Salvation's anti-Xeno superweapon, as the powers continue unofficially to second military crew members to Taurus mining ventures. In addition to weapons technicians, the Alliance, Empire and Federation have allowed volunteers with specialisms in intelligence, logistics and security to work for Salvation, and many of the crew members on Taurus mining ventures' megaships come from the superpowers' navies. With Aegis barely functional following the loss of the Alexandria and the withdrawal of funding, many of those who volunteer to work for Salvation have done so because they believe that only Salvation can prevent the Thargoids from obliterating humanity. Despite only two star systems, HIP-38225 and Paukuman, still suffering from Thargoid incursions, as a number of groups of independent pilots continue to work to eliminate such invasions. The passivity of the superpowers in allowing the unknown salvation to take the lead on anti-Thargoid warfare is a concern. Meanwhile, it's been confirmed by the Empirical magazine that there is nothing special about the ores in Sinuef CE-R C21-6. Taurus Mining Ventures had claimed that these ores contained a special form of radiation that made them uniquely valuable. The Empirical concludes that they're perfectly ordinary ores, not worth anything like the price Taurus Mining Ventures paid. Some believe that the exercise was a cover-up for the secretive collection of Guardian relics in a nearby system. Salvation's superweapons are believed to use Guardian technology, and there's strong circumstantial evidence that a new weapon is being prepared. Outsized personality Zachary Rackham has been making outsized claims about the benefits he has brought to his homeworld amid conspiracy theories that he might not be from the Federation at all. The entrepreneur and director of Rackham Capital Investments has been buying shares in Beta Hydri Corporation, which runs the Beta Hydri system and has been the de facto managing director of the system for several months. His publicity team has been speaking of him giving back to the planet homeland where they claim Rackham was born. Giving back in this context includes building a huge tower, Rackham's spire above the city of Los Pioneros, quite literally casting a huge shadow over the city, as well as taking over MacArthur Mining and rebranding the Lux Sumptuux hotel chain as Rackham's Rooms. Some independent observers feel that Rackham may be positioning himself as a potential outsider candidate in the 3309 presidential race. The pro-Hudson Bertha movement claims that Rackham, previously believed to have been the pirate known as Calico Zack, was not born in the Federation at all, but instead hails from an independent anarchy system, something that would rule him out from becoming president. Although being a pirate might show him to be of more upstanding character than the incumbent, President Hudson.
three new systems in the heart of the bubble have been targeted for attack by the Thargoids, five weeks after the previous attacks. And Frontline Solutions is hosting the fight back. The Thargoids have been even-handed between the three superpowers attacking Alliance System, Didio, Emperor's Dawn System, Novas, and Federal System, Sosong. The Empire probably isn't too worried about the Thargoids causing trouble for the revolutionaries of Emperor's Dawn. More worrying is that these three systems are right in the heart of the bubble. Didio is 119 light-years from Alioth, Novas is 134 light-years from Achenar, and Sosong is just 72 light-years from Sol. No starports have been attacked by the Thargoids, but as in previous incursions, there are Thargoid-attacked megaships requiring assistance, and very large numbers of non-human signal sources and anti-Xeno combat zones in all the systems. The moribund Aegis Defence has finally given up the struggle to supply megaships for systems suffering incursion. It's not Sirius or Salvation, but Frontline Solutions that has stepped up to provide repair, refuel, rearm facilities in the three newly attacked systems. However, CEO Imogen LeRae has said that this must be a short-term solution and that Frontline Solutions is not interested in becoming a long-term partner in the anti-Xeno struggle, at least not unless the Thargoids start engaging humanity in hand-to-hand combat. The superpowers have got as far as appointing admirals, Henry Paul Atherton, Maxton Price and Rachel Ziglerto, to organise the defence of their systems, but it seems that they're really hoping for a miracle from their new best pal, Scientist Salvation, who's been working on an improved anti-Xeno superweapon. Salvation has not yet made any response to their approaches, nor at the time of writing had Salvation sent any secret messages to his supporters asking for help in assembling the weapons. Perhaps it's going to come down to good old-fashioned pilots in ships to eliminate these incursions. Last week, the Sirius Corporation announced the general availability of pre-engineered heat sinks on its three new megaships in the Colsac and Witchhead Nebulas, for all those brave pilots willing to help take on the Thargoids. Two days ago, Lee Yong-Ri proclaimed the Sirius Corporation the very model of a responsible corporation, a corporation you could really trust. And now, the Sirius Corporation has admitted that it's not going to make those heat sinks available after all. At least, not yet. The pre-engineered heat sinks were originally used as a bribe to keep the Reort Mining Coalition systems in the Alliance at the end of March. It's apparently to maintain the value of the reward for those who took the bribe, that Sirius has decided not to put the modules on sale to anyone else for now. Which is understandable. But going back on its word is not a great look for a mega-corporation that's trying to prove how trustworthy it is. The Marlinist colonies will receive just two new starports, following a disappointing turnout for the celebratory appeal, which fell only a little over one million tonnes short of securing a third. First Minister Olivia Volkov put a brave face on events, saying she was sure that the two new starports, which are expected to be commissioned in just two weeks on the 5th of May, will contribute to increased commerce in the Marlinist systems. 
Looking forward, she expressed her hope that the current nucleus of Marlinist systems would expand further, to peacefully coexist alongside the Empire. In better news for the Marlinists, Emperor Arissa has signalled a warming of diplomatic relations by inviting Marlinist Prime Consul Kaod Tao to open a consulate near the Imperial Palace on Capital, the heart of the Empire of Achenar. Perhaps the consequences of rejecting the Imperial offer to become a protectorate won't be so bad after all. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. 